Every year, many more books are written chronicling soldiers' stories and offering really further insights into the nature of war. And, of course, many are published at this time of year. But it's not often that raw source material is unearthed that offers different and fresh perspectives on those events. Author Paul Hamm came upon one such find a few years ago while sitting in the Australian War Memorial, sifting through a pile of Vietnam War documents, all important but not necessarily particularly interesting. Then he found extracts of a soldier's diary. That soldier was Captain John Bullen. And Paul Ham has pulled together his extraordinary story. Well, we've managed to get Captain John Bullen, and uh, I'm delighted uh, that he's in our Canberra studio. Good morning to you. Hello. Good morning, John. Um, I, I, I know you didn't finish your career as a, a captain, a lieutenant colonel? Yes. It's hard to know where to start. Paul Ham sees an extract of someone's diary and then it is revealed to him over time that there were many more extracts and, and this man, John Bullen. Could you tell us about your war, John? Well, it was a tour of duty in Vietnam. I was there for a bit over, bit over a year. Uh, I commanded the survey troop that was the mapping unit in the Australian task force at Nui Dat. And at the same time, I was also part-time an operations officer in the command post of the task force headquarters. And so I had a view of the war from two different points of view. And at the same time, I kept a very comprehensive diary. Uh, I've always kept a diary. Yes. Uh, when doing something interesting or unusual, such as uh, my uh, field survey work in Western Australia uh, in the early 1960s, and uh, and of course in in Vietnam, and I guess the diary was kept for myself, yes. for my family, and also for the officer who was going to follow me as commander of that survey unit. Uh, Captain Ken Lyons, who was a very good friend of mine and is now a retired professor in Queensland. John, a lot of people uh, have said that there's a touch of the Joseph Heller about you. And in fact, when reading some of your diaries, I actually feel like I'm listening to Alan Alder's voice uh, and I'm watching an episode of uh, of MASH. Some people write about, um, I don't know, the desperate personal circumstance uh, of war, um, obviously the drama and the horror, but I think you're very strong on just the sheer strangeness of, of things that went on around you. Could you give us some examples of the kind of things that you felt drawn to, that you wanted to write about? Well, I just noted down in my diary uh, at the end of the day the things that had taken my interest during the day. Now, of course, war is a terrible thing. Uh, it's an often shocking mixture of the ghastly, the ridiculous, the heroic, the pathetic, the frivolous, the tragic, the serious, the hilarious. Uh, and in war, uh, you also, you, you have two organisations, each trying to bring the other undone. Sometimes you have more than two. Yes. And they're deadly serious about it. And the, res and, uh, the result of this is that... Uh, a lot of things do not go according to plan, and the results are sometimes ghastly, sometimes they're hilarious. 
and uh, I've written quite a lot of this this down. And there's, there's, uh, you mentioned um, Alan Alda yeah. and MASH. Yes. Uh, that was a technical unit in a war. I commanded a technical unit in a war. And a lot of things I see in MASH, I, uh, I feel I can relate to, even though my, my diary was written some 20 or 30 years before I ever saw uh, MASH. Yeah, yeah. But it's interesting when you say that you worked in a technical capacity. Did, did that give you um, a small degree of separation from all that which was going on around you? Oh, certainly not, because uh, being, uh, an op- being an operations officer in the command post in the task force headquarters, uh, I, I was very closely in touch with operational matters that the task force was involved in. Yeah. I, well, I guess, given that you're working in a technical area, I want to just mention it's Wednesday, the 24th of January, 1968, and you're on board ship, and we have this uh, interesting... Uh, obviously, you, there's a little bit of time on your hands, and you're just contemplating what Navy blokes look like. And you say tattoos can be found almost anywhere, arms, legs, back, chest, and reputedly buttocks. I later saw a huge eye on each buttock of one man. The penis also. Eagles, ships, flowers, dancing girls, daggers, skulls. I noticed the chaplain at lunch being served his meal by an arm bearing a tattoo of a nude dancing girl, breasts and genital region being fully displayed and drawn in great detail. It didn't put the chaplain off his meal. No, of course not. But you're a very keen observer. I guess that's what I found so attractive that you... uh, And when I said detachment, I guess... uh, you, you watch that around you uh, in all its seriousness or, or silliness. Yes. Yes, I did. And uh, I noted down whatever interested me. Now, uh, if I can... You will have noticed from watching the program MASH that food was often a, a source of uh, complaint and unhappiness there. Yes, yes. Well, I guess it was the same in uh, Vietnam too. I think, it's, I think it's the same in all wars. They're not noted for their culinary expertise. We do the best we can. Uh, for example, I've, in one part of the diary, I've noted down a little conversation between uh, one of the officers and a steward, and the steward says, uh, 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 Sweets, sir. And uh, the officer says, uh, oh, what have we? And the steward says, combination dessert, sir. And the officer says, what's it a combination of? And the steward says, Thursdays, Fridays and Saturdays, sir. <laughs> uh, when, did you, when do you reckon you laughed loudest? I mean, there, there's some uh, obvious things here. There's one that says, we need to send our survey party there, pointing to map. But, Colonel, we can't do it. That's the most insecure area in the whole country. Insecure, goddammit, it's the greatest concentration of American troops in the country there is. Yes, Colonel. And have you considered why the greatest concentration of American troops is right there? Now, that happened at an American uh, mapping conference that I, that I attended. And uh, the person who was bravely telling the, uh, the Colonel that it wasn't as secure as the Colonel thought was the captain who had the job of taking a survey party there and was more frightened of getting killed on the job than he was of the colonel. Um, when uh, Paul Ham came upon an extract of your diaries, there was a recording about a helicopter pilot requesting permission to shoot six cattle. Did you say cattle? 
Cows, the soldier Darius wrote. You, that's affirmative, replied the pilot. Why do you want to shoot them? Because they're Viet Cong cattle, that's why. How can you divine the political beliefs of a cow when you're in an aircraft and the cow's on the ground? The diarist inquired. What did people say when you posed those kind of questions to them? Well, the uh, pilot was not at all impressed. He wanted to he wanted to shoot those cattle, and I could see no point in it, and uh, and withheld permission. Uh, ultimately, as uh, is recorded in the diary, the a more senior officer came in and said, uh, uh, "What's going on?" And uh, I just said, "Oh, the Air Force want to shoot some cattle north of Nui and he said, oh, can't they find anything better to shoot at? <laughs> I said, apparently not. He said, oh, well, let them go. And uh, so they um, they then shot the cattle, except they, they missed, missed several, apparently. But um, uh, I, I didn't see the point in, um, in killing animals unnecessarily. You're listening to John Bullen. The book is Captain Bullen's War, the Vietnam War Diary of Captain John Bullen. To what extent, we know that plenty of people go to war and come back and drink away some of their memories. You weren't a drinker at all, which must have been unusual um, for a serviceman anyway. But did your uh, enjoyment of the the wry side of things keep you in good shape, do you think? Keep your sanity, as other people have said, when there was madness all around? Well... I never felt that I was uh, under heavy he- heavy stress. Uh, I don't. Th- I wouldn't say that I had a tough war. I was desperately short of sleep a lot of the time, but uh, but nonetheless, uh, I guess we all have our own personal techniques for coping with unpleasantness and difficulty. And I guess m- my method was to make light of the situation whenever I could. Uh, so um, I've treated in in Captain Bullen's war. I've treated some fairly serious situations with uh, what might seem surprising cheerfulness. I guess that's one's one's own personal method of of dealing with these things. How do you reflect on your war, John Bullen? Uh, well, uh, the war. Mm-hmm. I was uh, perfectly perfectly happy to about Australia's participation in Vietnam. Uh, the Viet Cong were trying to stop our aid going to local people. We were there to try to stop the aid being interfered with, and uh, and we were doing it pretty well. Now that is a comment only on the little part of the war that I was in, not the Great War as a whole, yes. that is a very large and complex issue and I, I think a bit too big for us to tackle today. Uh, my own involvement in the war, I didn't particularly want to go to Vietnam myself because I was only just back from Europe where yes. I had been studying for the pre- last couple of years to get a master's degree which I was hoping to put into practice into Australian mapping and it seemed to me that uh, going to Vietnam was a bit of a distraction from that. But uh, once I was there, uh, I was in the real army and uh, I enjoyed that immensely. What will tomorrow mean to you? Oh, a great deal because uh, 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 Anzac Day is an important thing for me. Um, 
I, uh, um, I've served on War Memorial staff for some dozen, dozen years and uh, uh, remembrance of Australia's war dead of all wars is, is a very important thing personally to me. So I'm not just thinking in terms of Vietnam. Uh, I'm thinking in terms of, of all our wars that we have sent people away to, uh, really starting with the Sudan in 1885. Yes. Thank you very much for talking to me today. John Bullen, right. diarist and the man behind Captain Bullen's War, the Vietnam War Diary of Captain John Bullen.